over four years this is uh this is the fourth uh great great intro song by the way uh producer dunk yeah thank you um this is yeah the, I, I know there's some sickos out here that listen to our podcast too that probably look forward to this episode every year mm-hmm. where we just you know have to we have to talk about the leafs being put out of the playoffs season. again <laughs> once again yeah Failed season once again is right, and and that's you know that's we're we're what three days removed from it. Yeah, yeah, we've had to have to process it, which has probably been good for us in a way. But yeah, sometimes we we other years we've recorded right after, thinking it almost would have been nice in a way just for the fact of get like it out of the way, not having to see all the like following stuff. Yeah, in the socials and stuff. Yeah, we just say what we think in the moment, mm-hmm. and then but now we're at the point where. It's just been pure leaf hatred and everything cool. else and negativity the last three days, which it should be, I guess. How but... much of it have you seen? Because I have been a ghost on Twitter. I, I haven't seen, I, I haven't been on yours much either. Like yeah. I, yeah. Did it's... you guys, did you guys see my, my tweet Saturday morning? I don't uh, think so. I'm not sure. I, I was, I was like, I was on, but like. No, I, yeah. So I, so, I wasn't so... on to see that much of stuff that happened over the weekend. Should I pull it up? Uh, no, that's okay. But it's uh, I post a picture too. But I, I um, so quick my my weekend my I, I was in Toronto for the whole weekend, which not necessarily like the best place to be when you're in mourning um, uh, no. after a Friday night that. loss. But it turned out good because there's another there's another sports team in town and one that I'm all in on now, the Blue Jays, and we got to go to a Blue Jay game Saturday. I just tweeted that uh, you know the official Leaf thoughts are going to be coming on this episode mm. and. And uh, I will not be thinking about Leafs until this episode, which I haven't accepted. I didn't really either over the weekend. I, I haven't thought about hockey or Leafs. Just tried to, obviously. There's just, you know, everyone coming up to you being like, oh, Leafs got put out again, eh? <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it, it. It's great getting those texts and those, those comments from people at work and everything, too. But it's, uh, it's, I... I told you boys I was working in Cambridge today, and it was like a forty-five minute ride back to Wellesley. So I put on Leafs talk with uh, JD Bunkus, Justin Bourne, Sam McKee. They they do a great job all year. They they hop on the 
They hop on a Zoom after every single Leaf game and give immediate reaction, immediate thoughts. Normally, I don't even listen to the ones after they lose, but every time they win, of course I do. I just yeah. I can't can't get enough. But so obviously didn't listen to that one until until now, just on the way home. So just I just to feel the fire. Yeah, and, I just wanted you know, to. I I wanted to feel it again. I wanted, one last time. I wanted to get sad. I wanted <laughs> to get mad. You know, and and here we are talking about it. Um, so the game. Yes, yeah, I was going to say, like, let's just yeah. start with game five. Yeah. I mean, I I do think the Leafs played good enough to win it. Yep. I mean, it, it was back and forth all game. Obviously, um, an extreme missed call on that goal that did cross the goal yeah, line. Yeah, the puck's in the net. Um, that obviously changes the, the game, but with that being said, um, that, that bounce could have e- easily gone the other way too. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we, we put ourselves in the position of being down 3-0 and having to win four straight. And uh, to me, that was just a game that could have gone either way. And unfortunately, the bounces didn't go our way. I think we played good enough. And, you know, maybe if we were able to win one of those other games, you know, we're, we're down 3-2 heading into a game six. But uh, those three games just shot us completely in the foot. And, you know, we all the bounces had to go our way to win four straight. And The biggest problem for me was just especially after Nylander scored that goal to make it 2-2, everything in me, everything in my body believed that, one, the Leafs were winning that game, and two, the Leafs had a decent chance to come back and, you know, make some history. Yeah. Win that series. I, I, what I, was I, it, five minutes left? When, when he scored, when roughly, really scored? roughly. Yeah. And it, you know, again, should have been the 3-2 goal. But, but an electric moment, though. I was like, no way. Like, we're here we are. Like, yeah. this is where it all starts. And, like. and Willie, and, and like, we're going to get into some of the players, too. If if there's negativity on William Nylander from that Florida series, it's not. It, there shouldn't be. No. He was their best forward the whole series. Yeah. For sure. And other than Morgan Riley and maybe Joseph Wall, their best player. Yeah. Like no, I, I would say, the, yeah, I don't think you can argue that. No, and Samsonov when he was in for the, the none of the games yep. were his fault Samsonov either. Samsonov didn't cause any problems for the Leafs. Um, but I fully, you know, I just fully believed, and 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 just watching that overtime goal. And there's so many scoring chances we had before that. Yeah. Like oh, like Matthews in tight, mm-hmm. like Tavares on a power play. Oh, if he would have slid yeah. one over to Matthews, Matthews had most of the net it on was, that one. Yeah. Right, I mean, that's what's so tough about it because you look at it and it's like oh you know the Leafs lost 4-1 like a horrible series for the Leafs no. yeah, for sure it was a horrible series for the Leafs but the last two games yeah. we, we played good enough I don't like, even, to win both I, those games I, I don't even want to say horrible series for the Leafs like I, I think the you know game two the first two games like no I think the first game and the third game they deserve to lose Game two, they I remember watching yeah. that game and they were like that was the game Bobrovsky just stood on his head for like the yeah. last six minutes of the game when they had chance after chance after chance. Hmm. No, it's but at the end of the day, it is four one and that is a horrible series. Like the Leafs yeah. should have it should not have been four one. No. Regardless of where like the bounces that went their way didn't go their way. Yeah. Um we can't yeah, I don't know. It's Oh yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just it's horrible. Like okay, so it's horrible. Let's enter the criticism of of the game and the series that that portion of the show. Who 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 in your mind? If if you know we, I'd say generally we're on the more positive side of of Leafs and yeah. and, and of Leaf fans. Like when you if you took about a whole, we're at the more glass half full usually as we mm-hmm. try to do on this podcast. As we've said, in your mind, in the series, in this playoffs, in the season. 
is there okay just just playoffs actually just just that just that florida series yeah because we can both agree the tampa series was tight the leafs you know they were awesome yes that was honestly just a great back and forth yeah. series like i didn't really feel like the leafs actually had like i think the first game obviously they got lit up but yeah. besides that i thought the leafs like their leafs were in every game that was yeah. just a back and forth series yeah, just and it just it, like it just felt like the leafs played pretty well complete games most of the time there was always like i feel like 10 minutes of a game yeah, where they kind of sure. suck but like that but, happens but, with every but team the, so but at the end of the at the end of the day in that series they were good enough to win they it. were good enough to win yeah yep and, and that's yeah, all that matters yeah so put the tampa series light if you aside if you're just looking at the florida series who who are who's most to blame would you say um that's i don't know it's it's tough to put on a player because i don't necessarily think it was a player i honestly just think it was like the things like like the special teams just like that like the big forward ever just like being productive and in a situation like that when you need a goal sometimes like Mm -hmm. sometimes you just you have to have a power play goal like you gotta find a way to get in the back of the net and I don't know. I just I didn't really feel like there was like certain players that I was like, oh, they're they're having a rough game. I just felt like, especially in the early three games, it was just like sloppiness from the, in the entire team around. I just felt like they all kind of like, like they either all played really well together or like they were just like missing something in games. So I don't really know if you can like pinpoint it on the player for like, like from my perspective anyway. I just. I just thought, like, the neutral zone, like, the passing in the first three games was so extremely sloppy. They couldn't make, a, like, a tape-to-tape pass without bobbling it or just, like, firing it away from the guy. Like, I don't know. I, I just I, – I don't want to shit on the big four because they're, they've been so good for us, and they did have plenty of scoring chances in that Florida series. But, but obviously, like, if you want to continue, if you want to play in the next round, like, at the end of the day, your, your big guys do have to score goals. And mm-hmm. – um, that sucks to say because I love all those four deeply. Like I want all those four guys to, to be a leaf the rest of their career, yada, yada. Like I do love them, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they did not have the production that they needed to in order to, to get past Florida. Like you look at like what a guy like Matthew Kachuk did. I don't think he scored that many goals, but holy shit. I think he had twice as many assists as games played or something like they were just like, if you're not scoring, you know, like their guys were finding ways to at least get points. Like, I don't know. I just Matthews we Marner just, is is my answer. Yeah, for sure. Well, that yeah, like like we said, Willie Willie best forward in that series. I don't think he could really deserves any no. of the blame. And Tavares, like I like Tavares, you know, he just wasn't that dangerous in that yeah. series either. Like you, you, Tavares, his whole career, and and I. I like I'm, I'm happy that Tavares, Tavares is the one out of those four that you can confidently say is going to be there the rest of his career. He has a full no trade clause. He has yeah. three kids. He lives in Toronto. He ain't going anywhere. No, he's finishing his two years. I and, totally and agree. Probably being done after that. So he is going to finish out his career there. Um, and he deserves a bit of criticism too, just putting the puck in the net because that's what he's yeah. done his whole career. Yeah, he's been able to do that, and he just wasn't quite in this series, which obviously hurts. And then Mitch Marner. He obviously got the one goal in game two as a floater from the point that hit a mm-hmm. shin pad. I, like, I mean, it's a goal, but yeah, Matthews didn't have a goal. I, I think Austin Matthews is a top five player in the league still, and I think he, it, whatever he wants in his contract, I think he's the one that you just, you, you, you give him that. Like, I don't want him to go anywhere. If he wants eight times whatever it is. If I, he I, becomes the highest paid player in the league. Yeah, it's not ideal. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not ideal, totally and, and it's gonna that. give us it's gonna give us headaches in the future. But mm-hmm. I think you just whatever Matthews wants, you pay him. Like he's he's gonna and he year, wants to sign year by year. He's gonna give you fifty goals or, or close yeah. to. 
And and I like you're not going to replace he, that with draft he, picks. He, and he scored five goals in six games in the first series against Tampa. Yeah, and that, and his that's what's overall so disappointing. Like I wonder, can you look up? Can you look up Mitch Marner's playoff? Don, can you look up Mitch Marner's playoff stats? Just just read that because I I I know Matthews. He's I think Marner still finished like top ten in total like as of now. Yeah. Yeah, but because I, I think in the first round in the six games in Tampa, yeah, he had a shit ton of assists. Yeah, well, the big four had a combined thirty six points, mm-hmm. and that's what and you need to win. I don't even know if it was ten points combined yeah. in the second round. I would just like to, yeah, Mitch Marner's playoff. I stat. got him here. Okay. Uh, Eleven games played, three goals, eleven assists. So that's fourteen uh, that's, points. Yeah, that's this. Uh, see if you can find his career. But yeah, career the, playoffs. Yeah, uh, is fifty games played. Yeah. 10 goals, 37 assists, 47 points. Yeah, on on pace for a point per game. Yeah. But I, I do, like, obviously you, you can't just, like, I know it's, like, so easy to look at the stats and look at the, the offense and what they were able to produce, but but Mitch Marner, he had a lot of soft, like, plays. Like, just, like, he, things like not even getting the puck out of the end, just trying to do something almost, like, to, like, a little, like, flick or, like, a whatever it was. There was just too many times where I thought, like, the Leafs just, like... They they tried to make like the whatever like the, the perfect passes, breakout yeah. pass or whatever and and sometimes you just got to get the damn puck out of your end. I just thought in the offensive zone because I, I do like Mitch Marner's defensive game and he was still good on the penalty kill. But yeah, you're right. There were some plays where there's like, just like, big turnovers. Yeah. But I thought the biggest thing for Marner in the in the series was he wasn't really taking pucks to the net and he's he's not a big guy so he's not going to be able to like bulldoze to the net like Matthews can when he's flying. But Marner throughout the season, like, made a move on a D and then took it to the net and, and did that. This time, he was kind of just taking shots from the outside, and he doesn't have a hard shot. No. So when you're a guy like that, and he's a pass-first guy, and he has some great assists, but I, I just thought he could have taken it to the net a little more. But I, I, I love Marner, too. And, and I I think if there's... I, th- I I hear the criticism on Matthews and Marner, and I think it's fair for the series because your two best forwards have to have goals for you in a series you're going to win. Mm-hmm. There's just no doubt about it. And offensively, David Camp and Sam Lafferty look just as dangerous as, as those guys did at times. Well, and, and think about it if like guys like Tavares and O'Reilly were like firing an all cylinders, like yeah. that could have opened up easier matchups for guys like mm-hmm. like Matthews and Marner at times. Like it just it would have changed the complex. Like they just didn't have that like. Like Tavares and O'Reilly, mm-hmm. for what they needed to be, they weren't those guys in the second round. With Matthews and Marner kind of struggling a little bit, like yeah. Matthew or like they just never really like. Like you just wonder if like they yeah. would have got him over the hump a little bit sooner, or just like yeah. whatever, like Tavares and O'Reilly, if it just would have like, I don't know, just like the team effect thing or whatever. Like, but I just it's thought, so easy to like say that, but for sure, I just thought with those two, like obviously later on in their career, you like I thought they did enough, but. Like, cause, cause they, we didn't get them to, to run the show for us on like, well, Tavares, we did when we got him. But mm-hmm. as far as this year goes, Tavares and O'Reilly are not going to be able, like, if they were our best offensive players in a series, there's, that probably means the series didn't go great. Tavares. If Tavares and O'Reilly, I would say were our 
best offensive players. Yeah, like, but I, I, think I think we should expect that almost in a way, too. Like, to, like Tavares is our captain. He's yeah. a point-per-game player throughout his entire career. Yeah. Like, why can't he put us on his back a little bit? Why does it have to be Matthews and Runner? Well, I just, don't, I just don't like, think Tavares well, we is quite good enough in. anymore to put the whole team on his back. That's... But the thing is, he's still producing the same way he was in New York in yeah. his past seasons in Toronto. Yeah. Like, I don't understand, like, the, the comments with, like, just in general, not just, like, like just as just everyone. Like, I don't really think Tavares is, like, dropped off really like no i disagree he, he might not too. have his speed yeah but like he's still such an efficient hockey player out yeah there. i think i think maybe like yeah the speed makes it that he has dropped off a tiny bit yeah but yeah i agree i i'm way more on your side than the other sides which saying like oh man if we could just get rid of him that would be huge no yeah like, he's no. not the problem it's just yeah. like obviously it, it makes it harder when you have three guys making over 10 million dollars my point was just if like like if they could have been the the second tier down on the offensive level with Matthews and Marner and Nylander running the show, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, like that's that's what you need to to win championships. Like you need yeah. your best players to be your best players. And that's true. When history wise for the Leafs, those two just haven't been able to do it. They are twenty six. I mean, I got how many years can you say like they're still young? I'm not saying they're still young because they're in the prime of their career. Yeah, and like they only have a few more years left in their prime. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be good for a long time, but, like, probably three more years of, like, you know, could be best players in the league for sure. Yeah. Or, like, you know, obviously McKinnon and McDavid are up there, but hmm, Oilers, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye, true. Bye-bye, by the way. Oilers, bye-bye, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, looking ahead to next year, let, let's, this is let's, the thing, let's like, do that. Let's, yes. let's do that quick. It we sucks. Let's just, like... Before we talk about... Uh, we'll talk about the UFAs and RFAs they have, but let's just, like, quickly, like... The big four they have now. Any changes? On the big four, um, this is this is kind of like this is not. I'm not saying this is what I want to happen, but this Matthews. You, that's the big question mark. You're, so you're Matt, gonna, there was comments today. I don't know if you've yeah, seen him or he not. He wants to be back. Yeah, he does want to sign. Yeah. which was a sigh of relief for sure. Definitely. Um, obviously, yeah. actions speak louder than words. Yeah. So hopefully that does happen. Yeah. But... And and Neilander, I don't believe is going anywhere in the off season because he only has one year left. So you're not like if you were to look to shop Willie, you're you're just shopping him for for his year next year. Right. But so I, you're not I think gonna... it would be like a Bo Horvat thing. Like maybe it would almost be like maybe assume that there's going to be an extension there. Yeah. Because like Vancouver got a piss ton for Bo Horvat. Did they? Yeah, I think they got quite a bit for him. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Was, I just, but... I just think that like the value wouldn't be quite there based on the contract because his next contract is going to be bigger too. Yes, so, for sure. So is the team going to be ready to give him ten point five for another six years? Are the know, Leafs like... going to be able to do that? Even not likely. That no. that terrifies me. But, anyway, what yes. I'm saying, I think Willie's back next year on his like, like I think he's going to play out the season and then. We'll see where we're at in the offseason with him. If he he's either going to walk or they're going to be able to sign him for a lot. Or yeah. They're, they're going to have to sign him for a lot. Which is scary. Scary. Though, like, scary. Man. But I, I think he's back. Marner and, and then Matthews is the contract you got to figure out. And Tavares, we already said, there's nothing happening there. He has a no-move clause. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Marner's the, the, the question mark for me. Really? I think he's... I think he's... If there were to be one out of the top four that made the most sense in a deal... Really? I think I don't want that. No, I know. I know you don't want that. I don't want but... that. But like if you're thinking of what you can get the most for. I still think Willie it has a ton of value, even with one year left. Yeah, Marner's so much more with three years. 
I know, but I don't think Willie having one year left takes anything off of his value. I, I think it does. I don't think it does. It always has, like, if like if you have some length in the contract, you're, you're more valuable. Yes, but, like, if there's kind of, like, in a, in a, like a mutual well, it, understanding that yeah. an extension is going to happen, it, then there's no value taken off. Maybe if there's a bottom-tier team that has never, like, like a Columbus or, like, a like a san jose something like like yeah. if it's a team like that that's just like yeah we just need a stud so we'll we'll sign you for this if you get traded then maybe but i don't know i, I don't want to i don't want to think about that because no, i don't, don't want willie gone at all and i don't want marner gone i don't know if, i know i do think the and we're gonna find things out in the next few days here who's gonna be making these decisions because we don't know for sure that's gonna be kyle dubas i really hope it is kyle dubas um and Brendan Shanahan's a, like that's still a question mark. Yeah, like those press conferences I think are happening like as we speak, like yeah. they're, they're happening today on Monday. Yeah, I think so they're closing whatever to the season happened today. Yeah, so maybe on maybe on uh, <clears throat> Tuesday when you guys are listening to this that, that we will know more and and but I don't know I if if I had it my way, as far as management and coaching staff goes, I think Shanahan and Dubas have done so much good that other people wouldn't have been able to maybe get done. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with them as like that. A lot of people do. I don't and have I, any problem. With and them. I can't really blame people because it's a, uh, it's a, um, result based, um, Company. What about the people that were sucking every nut Dubas had when he made the trade for O'Reilly, though? Every nut like, he that had. That was, like, the ge- most genius trade <laughs> ever when that trade happened. Yeah, for sure, and I, I love the trade. Like, everyone was just, like, yeah. Dubas is the best. Like, mm-hmm. how did he even make that happen? Like, yeah. you know, blah, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Like, two I, teams retained money on O'Reilly. Like, and he's got the passion. We've seen that. He, and he's oh, got man. spats Almost episode. like... Too much passion for the public at times. Almost like, a little bit, like which you don't I see love, too many GM- Oh, I, I love, love it, too. I love it. I love that he feels that way, yeah. but obviously you don't see most GMs react net. that he way. He said, like, you could yeah. read the lips so perfectly, and, <laughs> yeah. it, and it was not the net. Spets probably get some going up there, oh, too. Oh, definitely. But, but so I, I want them back. Keith, I've been a supporter of Keith. I've liked Keith. I've liked what he's done. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing a new set of eyes behind the bench. I, I think if, yeah, if there has to be a change out of the big four management, whatever... I think it's the head coach for me. I think so. And too. it's no disrespect to Keith, but well, I think he's done good. Um, I think he got. Out, I, think, just... I think he got outcoached by uh, Paul Maurice, though. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like, and, I, and I, while I, we're just talking about that, like, congrats to Florida. Like, holy shit, they yeah. seed mm. beats Boston, yeah. sixty-five wins, Fuck takes on. Toronto in five. Like, obviously, yeah. I, I wild, hate them, wild I for Florida, but I, I do hate, hate Radko Gudis's guts. Yes, <laughs> yes, I, that is an understatement. Yeah, and Cousins, I hate him. Kachuk, I hate Bennett, him. Yeah, Bennett, definitely. Bennett, yeah, Bennett's a you know what. Anyways, yeah, um, but but congrats to Florida because uh, yeah, kind of. Who ever would have thought they would be Boston and Toronto? No, yep, yep, for sure. But um, anyway, and we'll next episode we will talk about the series that are still going. Mm-hmm. Not this episode. Yeah, I'm not. No, I mean this this round's still in the way, so there's no sense. You know, True. we don't even know the West final yet. So True. that happens tonight, Game Seven, Monday night, as we're, we're recording Seattle Monday. And, uh, Seattle and Dallas. Dallas, right? We'll be there, we'll be playing Vegas. Go Seattle. Yeah, sure. I want not? the two expansion sure. teams to battle it out. Yeah. Why not? Yep. Why not us? Yeah. Why not them? Um, but you they want to go well through uh, the LFC UFAs, yeah. RFAs? Yeah, because we talked we talk coaching staff. I, I think I, I'd be fine if there was a full bench overhaul. 
Bring yeah, in a new set too. of eyes. See what they can do. The power play, too. Like, okay. just whatever. UFAs. Change up everything. Um, well, we'll start with our biggest one here, Ryan O'Reilly. Um, he's 34, so I, I, I kind of feel like the impression from, like, a lot of those, like, basically fans was that, oh, he'll be, like, the next Joe Thorne, Jason Spezza, Gio Drano type yeah. of guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, but at age 34, O'Reilly could easily play another three to four years, so... Yeah. Uh, I don't really anticipate O'Reilly coming back for cheap if he does come back. Uh, yeah, I don't think he'll um, be back. Uh, yeah, like based off of what the Leafs already have owed next year, it is hard to imagine him being back because I think he was making under two with all the retention he had this yeah. past year. Um, that's definitely not happening next year. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's probably going to go get one more decent contract, and I don't think he'll be back, unfortunately. No, I don't think so either. Unfortunate. I would love if he was, obviously. Me too. Me too. Um, the next one who is making a big cap hit of this year, three point five mil, Alexander Kerfoot. Bye. Um, been with the Leafs for a few years. Bye. Let Let's say it's one point five. Bye. Or two. Bye. Yeah, I I we I'd need somebody else in there. I've... I I think that ha I think that has to be a different player as well. Yeah, I think it has to be. Bye. Yeah. I hope he goes somewhere and succeeds. I do too. I do too. I nothing against Kerfoot, no. but I just think uh, with all the failure that we've had, has to that has just, to be that a change. Just has there. to be a change. Goodbye, Kerfoot. Yep. Um, Justin, so so far so far we're two for so, two. By so the way. far we're two for two with exits. Um, next on, I'm just going down this list here, yeah. type of thing. It's just random. Justin Hall. Yep, these yeah. are UFAs so far. Um, he's been that guy in the trade block, which seems like the last three years. And the whipping boy. The whipping boy, for sure. Uh, he was making $2 million this past season. Justin Hall. I mean, I don't think he's back just because of whatever change this and that unless maybe it's the right price but yeah if he's if it's cheap but if it's two million or under again i would be fine i would be more than okay if he's back but like do we think he's back probably not i yeah i honestly don't think so either i just probably. think that's i, I think probably i think probably he wants out yeah, and I don't blame and, him. And don't blame him one bit. He's got his. If he hates the fan base, by Leaf fans I, for I, the last three if years. If he hates all Leaf fans, I wouldn't blame him one bit. I hope he. I hope if he, we could have a conversation with him and we could, you know, tell him what we've been yes. for him. Yes. Remember when uh, Babcock just banished him to the press box yes. and we were like, "Get this guy in the lineup." <laughs> yeah, and let him good play numbers a game. While he was in the <laughs> yeah. lineup. But uh, Justin's time likely has come to an end as a Toronto Maple Leaf. All right. Next one, we're going to go with, uh, let's just next on the list here. Mm -hmm. uh, David Camp, fourth line center, one of the better forwards in this past series that we yeah. just talked about. He made one and a half this past year. If he makes anything under two or even two and a half, like I think he could be that third line center if you needed him to be. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing David Camp back. I, I would he's like, a great PK guy. I would like to see him back, and I think there's a chance he's back. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. I'm optimistic on that one. So that's our first optimistic one, I'd say. Yep. Uh, next, uh, trade deadline acquisition. Uh, Noel Achari mm -hmm. made 1.25 as his cap hit with the Leafs. It might, he might have been making it. Close to three. Yeah, but with retention, he was making 1.25 on the How books for the Leafs. Um, Noel Achari is... He's got to be like 29, 30. He is 32. 32. Wow. So, uh, you know, looking at that, I, I could see him being back for a reasonable price. I would love if they could give him a... Give him some term. Give him three, three years. Three or four. Yeah. Three or four for years. Sure. 
and you saw he he was getting like 10 hits a game in playoffs yeah he was one of our more important forwards in playoffs and down the stretch i would love and i think it's possible and i saw a tweet today saying he's very open to it yeah no um, I, I would love to see that so i give him three to four years yeah that 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 contract do you remember brandon tanov with pittsburgh i think yeah. he signed yeah like six years 2.5 or 3.5 or something yeah give nola jari 2.5 times four yeah no i'm i'd be uh, i would who, love a jari who, who says no I don't. Leafs or Noel. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not any of them. Um, next one on the book. This will probably be one of the most intriguing options this summer. Michael Bunting mm-hmm. made under $1 million the past two seasons. Gone. He is now a UFA. Um, Gone. It's obviously it's hard to tell what type of point production he'll be if he didn't play with guys like Matthews and Marner for an entire year, for an entire year or whatever. But, yeah, um, he's gone. Yeah, I don't see him come back he's, either. He's, I, I can't. I he, wonder what his contract would be though, because I think that one's a hard one to predict. He's gonna get like five and a half or six mil. Yeah, I guess. But like, there's gonna be a team that would sign him and love him and love his services and yeah, like they don't care that he's played. With, like he he's very valuable on a team. I I agree. Like, I totally I, agree. If the Leafs could get him back, I I don't think it's the worst thing. But I also am fine with uh, you know getting getting some new bodies in there, and I like yeah. we're not gonna be able to afford him. No, and it, like. We just got like this opens up a spot for the guy like Matthew Nyes. Yeah, and now you're paying Bunting way cheap. You gone. Know? Yes. I would say it's like almost um, as close to a guarantee as it gets. Yep, I agree. Um, <laughs> the Wayne train. <laughs> uh, if he if he wants another, <laughs> if he wants, if he wants 750, he's. <laughs> yeah. I will happily have him for seven games a year. <laughs> I would love if the Wayne train was back on the just. He was just like the practice guy. Yeah, and play a few games, the games that didn't really matter. And you know he could punch a couple faces hey. in when he got in. Yeah, why Wayne not? Train, bring him back. Seven fifty. Come on, Wayne. Wayne, welcome to back. the locker room. Great locker room guy too. I, I think we're gonna have similar feelings towards this next guy too. Yeah. Defenseman Luke years. Shen. Uh, made eight hundred fifty k last season. Give him ten. Yeah, give. Yeah, I would love to see Shen back. Like just yeah. That's all. Back. That one's up back. to that. That's one of the ones at like Geo. I think the Leafs will like if if it's Dubis on the on the helm or whoever it may be. I would hope you're just like to Luke. If like if you want back, we'll we'll give you a mil. We'll give you eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's just gonna keep doing one year contracts like they've done with Geo and and stuff. But uh, that one's that one's up to Luke. So if Luke wants back, he's I I do think he is back. Yeah. If Luke doesn't want back and he wants to, you know, go out west, I think he's from Vancouver area. I could yeah, see him. Yeah, that's the only other thing I could really see. I could see him going back to the Knucks if, at this stage to be close career. to home. Yeah. But uh, it, that one, I'd say, is like 50 50 because it's all up to him. I would say that one. Dunk, can you search Mark Giordano's contract? He's He doesn't show up as a UFA. Oh, I think he does have one more year. Does he? He okay. signed two at the start of this okay. year. Okay. Yeah. That was just kind of an interesting one because it felt like he kind of like lost playing time. The further we went into that Florida series, it a little is bit. A, he, he, it is a two-year, one point yeah, six million. Okay, 1. so Gio is back for one point yeah. six. Yeah, and yeah. I think wasn't the one point six. Was he? He's not making one point six a year. Oh yeah, I think he's making eight hundred. Yeah, eight hundred yeah. a year. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. yeah, bring him back for eight hundred k, of course, and legend of the yeah. game, and he's you know block shot leader in the world. Yep. Uh, next one here is Zach Ashton Reese. Uh, this one's kind of just a whatever to me. Like yep. that one will I be either filled with him or someone else making the same money as him. Yep. So, so uh, yeah, that's depends what they. That just depends. Yeah, I think likely. I, I think I think it'd be more likely that he's not back than he's back. I, I would agree with that. 
this next one, kind of a somewhat interesting one. It's hard to say though. Eric Gustafson mm-hmm. uh, didn't see a ton of playoff or ton of ice time during the Leafs playoff run. Yeah. Um, but he he did definitely did see some ice time and did have some important minutes. Um, I wonder what he was asking. Making, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like to me, if he is under two, he like I I don't know, I, I don't think he will be because he had the he most. He was making eight hundred with the Leafs. I'm sure there was some yeah. salary retention on that, but he, he he had the most points out of Leafs defenseman in the season. Obviously, pretty much all those points came with Washington. Yeah, but he had more points than any Leaf. Like people forget his offensive touch, and I, he got the one big goal. I would if if there's a way to sign him, I would be very happy. I agree. I, don't I think know. a full season yeah. with that roster could yeah. be like. like I, I think he is your PP one guy. Yes. Nothing against Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley is awesome in playoffs. If Gustafson can have a whole year at PP one. I think I think he could put up some big numbers. I'd be I'd be very happy if they signed Eric Gustafson. I agree. I don't know what he's going to be asking for. That's the only problem. Nope. Um, let's go to the RFAs here. Mm-hmm. We actually don't have a ton of notable notable RFAs, except for our goaltender Ilya Samsonov, who signed a one year deal with the Leafs last year. He's a UFA, right? Yeah. No, he's an RFA. What? Yeah, because he was he was he's still pretty young. Like Washington just kind of gave up on him. Samstov? Yeah. Is he not a UFA? No, he's an RFA. So he's our property. Yeah. Like we. Hmm. But I I, th- I think uh, that's that's what it's showing here anyway. Like from what I'm hearing, like he's 26, so that would yeah make sense that he'd still be an RFA. What? Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, or 23, 24. Yeah, he's an RFA. His status. Interesting. Yeah. I think he's gone for sure. I think he is too. Because I think he can sign a decent contract after the year he and just he, had. And he deserves to get a payday. And I think we're at that point where, to me, Joseph Wall has to be the goaltender. Yeah. Next uh, year with a good backup. Yeah. Well, it's going to be Murray. I don't know if it will be either. They would have to like, He's buy making, him out. Yeah. Or trade him and trade him with a pick. Yeah. Because he is making over three. That is kind of a lot for definitely, a backup goalie. Definitely, but you know, I, I also, would be surprised. But again, we'll have to see. I think he's probably your backup to start the year, Murray. It, it, I think it all depends, like what they kind of go after this offseason. Like yeah. if they need the extra cap space, I don't think they're going to be like, hey, let's let's hold in the Murray. Like I don't know. That's we'll also yeah. have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, RFAs. That's honestly pretty much it. Like yeah. So that's a lot of uh, a lot of new players. Yeah. Yeah, which we talked about three or four defensemen and about five or six forwards. There, yeah, so, so I, th- I think you're you're gonna see a very different roster next year. Uh, I mean, th- that's good. That's uh, yeah. I think on to next year. Yeah, but like I know, dude, but it is on to next year. Like we don't have another choice, but yeah. Man, it's still just like. It hurts. Why? It hurts. Why? I uh, I, so I was, I was, Why? I was watching the uh, the Friday night game in Maple Leaf Square. I was kind of in the further back area, zone two they called it, and uh, I just the the sound you could hear in Toronto. Obviously, city buzzing on a night like that. Jays mm. were in town. There were some concerts. Beauty Leafs, night too. Beauty night. It was city buzzing. Awesome. Awesome to be there. It would have been awesome to be there if they won. When the Leafs got scored on in overtime. All the TVs outside, there was a like a bunch of they, obviously the one big screen you see, but there's a lot of other big ones everywhere around. Mm-hmm. It went black, like the screens went black about five seconds after the goal. They don't even show like like other stuff. Literally, the screens went black and you could hear a pin drop. 
it was so quiet really until people started just like like yelling angry and whatever but i i just stood still for like two minutes just like looking at a blank screen just like in disbelief i wonder why they do that heartbroken i don't know well yeah i don't know why they do that but they they shut it all down i was it was so painful to watch so painful to be a part of um but yeah saw the are we good with leafs we're done with leaf stock can we be yeah I, yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know it just feels like just unfinished business empty. Really, though. Like, you feel empty. i'm just like ready to be talking about the leafs in round three and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know unfinished business unfortunately is... not meant to be but... but what's so irritating though too the last two years i wouldn't say that necessarily years before that we've been like crazy optimistic but we've definitely thought it was just different vibes and different feels this year which makes it just like that much more irritating like you bring in a cup winner with ryan o'reilly and you have great goaltending like goaltending not even the issue slightly at all it's uh it's just so maddening it's just i just want it so bad and i know the players want it so bad too like yeah, but do. but at times they didn't show it um so uh the toronto blue jays swept the uh atlanta braves mm-hmm. the best team in the nl they're looking hot they they are they are confirmed going for it uh i i love the jays i will be thinking about the jays a lot i will be all in on the jays all season um this is our year and yeah. we'll, let's let's have a big jays episode next episode yeah put it all behind us no they, they deserve it yeah they deserve it and we deserve it yeah we do <laughs> no um, i'm i'm high on the jays though too i you already know that but yeah yeah it's it's our time that's that's like we can't change what happened in that game um, we can't change Radical Gudas holding on to Cali Yarncrook's stick, mm-hmm. and we just can't change anything about it. So yep. um, we got to move on. We do have to end the Next episode level. with something. <laughs> no, we don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> a bet's a bet. Dunk, can you, you confirm? There was a bet in place. Uh, we, we are ending the show, and we're, you're lucky we didn't do this at the start. You could have had to suffer through pain throughout the whole episode, even more pain than talking, but you're eating one of these. And I just have nothing to... Well, we're ending the episode, so you can go get some water pretty okay, shortly. Okay, fine, fine. Uh, we played some PGA uh, 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 07. Yeah, we yeah, did. On, uh, on... Well, yeah, let's get the corn Which, for going. By yeah. the way, I suck at golf in real life, but mm-hmm. look out, PGA 07. So, I, I won the last two times before the last time. So well, we made was... <laughs> we made a bet the loser has to eat a cornferno on the episode, and, and we still have this hottest popcorn in the world. If you listen to the episode where we all well, had one. is it within the best before it? I can't be getting sick. Yep, looks good. What, what's it say? Don't see one, so... Well, maybe we should confirm that before I eat it. No, I'd say you're good. What if there's mold on this piece of popcorn? There's no mold. It's been uh, like a month. There's a debatable substance on it. Yeah. A month. I have to get going. There's an important topic that we are bringing up on next episode. Uh, a very interesting snack choice for Matthew Poole. And that's going to be a little teaser because we are going to bring that up on the next episode. But enjoy that popcorn, Matty P. Yeah. Get it yeah, in you. Yeah, that's delicious, ain't it? Get a, get an outro song going, but just let's... let's uh, how is it right away? Oh, horrible. God, it's so hot. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> That's not enjoyable at all. <laughs> Matty P is leaving the chat. He's out. Just like that, he's out. <laughs> you know where the cups are. <laughs> that makes it all worth it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode. Uh, to the sickos that enjoy hearing us talk about how much the Leafs are hurting us, um, you suck, but we appreciate you listening. And to the people that are feeling our pain as well, We will get through this together. 
we always do. Unfortunately, it's what we know best. Peace. What was that?